0: But now you are rocking with the best. Can I get a hit? Hit it! Ch-ch-ch-ch. Hit it! Ch-ch-ch-ch. Bobby, head to this red man. 1994? Pretty sure. Could be wrong. I believe it was 1994. Could have been the very end of now. Ni- no, it's had to be 94. End of 94, they did Month of the Man, if I'm not mistaken. It was Method Man and Red Man both delivered an album in the same month. This is off the great album, There Is a Dark Side. A little New Jersey rap background for you, for no other reason. Just to fill in a little extra time. As we approach here, week eight? If you can believe it, everybody. Week 8, week 6 in the books. We got our betting show coming up for you in a day or two. But right now I figured, fill in the time a little bit. Why don't we just jump on the bandwagon, like everyone else. Why don't we also do our Guessing the Line show. Yeah. (laughs) Why not? I figure, look, everybody else is doing it. Some people do it better than others. I've never done it before. Show's never done it before. So why not take a stab at it? Right? And it probably sucked the first time out. And you'll take it and you'll listen to it and you'll be like, ah, damn. That that was fucking terrible. But we'll figure out what works, what doesn't work. And we'll make it a little bit more entertaining. hmm? So with that said, let's just cut right into it. We're going to do, and for those that are not familiar with this kind of show, basically what happens is I, or me and whoever is doing the show with me, will take our gander at the lines here, take a stab at them, and see how close we were guessing the lines to what the actual open lines were. Now, obviously, there's going to be a lot of movement between the opening lines and those on Sunday before kickoff, but the idea here is to see if you can Guess the line, and if you think the line is way off from your expectations, there might be some value in that. And that's where you want to jump in before, obviously, the line moves. But then again, you could be completely wrong, and everything that you think is an advantage is actually a hindrance. But you'll never know. So let's just start off. Let's start off with a Thursday night game. Falcons. Atlanta Falcons. Coming off yet another, another blown victory into the hands of defeat. They stink! <laughs> you bet they do, Chris. So they uh, end up losing in glorious fashion uh, versus the Lions with, oh God, what was it, 16 seconds left when they finally drove down? And I I was following. I wasn't watching the game, but I had money on it, so I had to watch the game afterward. Uh, NFL Game Pass, fantastic service. But I was watching it, and I basically thought that the Falcons, who were in a three-team parlay of mine, had locked it up. But then, unfortunately, I looked down, and after 16 seconds, and them being up by whatever it was, six, they lose. And when I finally put on the game, I see what happened. Gurley can't fall outside the end zone. Falls into the end zone. But that would have cost me the win anyway because they would have just knelt on it and kicked the field goal. Anyway, uh, point being, Falcons are playing Thursday night. This is another glorious Thursday night game. They really can't figure out the Thursday night schedule, can they? They continually just give straight... (laughs) So the Falcons will be heading into Carolina playing the Panthers, who are playing been playing pretty well. Got to give Matt Rule credit uh, for their performance this year. They could have seeing that they had a change of coaches, change of quarterback. They could have put together a pretty shitbox year one. And they've done pretty well. Uh, so the Falcons will be playing the Panthers. So... I'm thinking this is probably pretty even. The Panthers don't score all that much. They've had a couple of games where they tanked. Falcons throw up a ton of points. They're one in five, but they really should probably be closer to what two and four? Are they one in five? Or one and six? Whatever they are, they should be a couple of games better than what they are. Panthers have played up to their. I am gonna go. With Panthers minus three in this one, thinking that home team, home field worth three, they're probably pretty even. Offensively, without McCaffrey, the Panthers are basically Teddy Bridgewater, a couple long bombs, same thing with the Falcons. Uh, Defenses are probably a push. So the game ends up being pretty even, and I'm thinking the Panthers get three. And it's two and a half. So very close there. Nothing really to be found on the Thursday night game. So Panthers open up two and a half point favorites against the Falcons. That'll bring us to our one o'clock games. First one, Jets at the Chiefs. Chiefs hosting this one. Now the Chiefs were, the Jets were underdogs last week at home to the Bills by, what was it? Opened at 13, came down to 10 before kickoff. This Chiefs game, I, I mean, the Chiefs just destroyed the Broncos. You know, the Chiefs have a little bit of trouble here and there defending other teams, but n- not really with the exception of that Raider. Well, not the Raider game. They they had, a, I was going to say, they had trouble with their offense, but they really don't. And even in that Raiders game, they scored points. They just couldn't stop anybody. So for this one, you know, if the Bills are favored by 13... You figure the Chiefs are going to get a little bit more than that. Let's give them another field goal. And you figure Chiefs at home versus the lowly Jets. 16 points is my guesseroo. And I was completely wrong. Look at this one. The Chiefs are 21-point favorites to open this game versus the Jets. Now, I don't know what the record is for opening spreads I'd have to look and Google it, but I'm sure somebody else has done it, or if you're listening, you might know it already. However, 21 is a lot of points right there. Does that give any value to the chance? Probably not, because they're really terrible. All right, next up, Vikings. They're going to be heading in to an NFC North battle versus the Pack. Packers at home. They're coming off that win versus the Texans. They throw up a ton of points. They had the one game loss there versus Tampa Bay in Tampa Bay. I was all over the Packers in that game, so I was severely wrong there. Obviously, they looked good out of the gate, and then those two Rodgers interceptions really changed the whole flow of that game. Buccaneers' defense is good. So it um, it wasn't necessarily a shock that the Bucks won it. I think it was a shock to me, the fashion that they did. But then the Packers bounced back last week, have a good game, defeat a terrible Texan defense. Um, terrible team. I don't know. The offense is not so bad, but it is definitely a terrible defense. So here you got the Vikings going in off of a bye. Packers. Uh, let's give them a little bit more than a touchdown. 7.5 points. Close. 6.5. 6.5 is the opening spread, so I went a little heavy there. They're giving the Vikings a, a, a point more respect than me, but So be it. So you got uh, everything's pretty even right now with the exception of that Chiefs game. Steelers going in. Now this is going to be the AFC North battle. We got Steelers at the Ravens. Ravens coming off the bye. Steelers get that big win versus the Titans. They let the Titans back in that game though. So here, big battle of defenses, offenses. Ravens is a little out of whack this year compared to last year. The Steelers I haven't been overly impressed with in the sense that... They're they're effective. Ben Roethlisberger Ben Rothlisberger looks good but not great. and he hasn't quite had the Tankaroo performances that he's known to have in years past. So this one I'm going home team and I'm going Ravens minus three. and I am off. I am not giving the Ravens enough respect. Ravens minus five and a half is the opening line here. So, people also are expecting maybe a Steelers bump in the road uh, as possibly you get the Big Ben stinkeroo game uh, in Baltimore. So I was uh, I was off there by a, a solid two and a half points. Oof. Let's go to a AFC NFC matchup here. Rams traveling to South Florida, facing off against the Dolphins, who will be coming off thereby. Right now, Rams had a fantastic game versus the Chicago Bears on uh, Monday night. They just really shellacked them, wiped the floor with them. Uh, Dolphins, I don't know. They're going to Tua here, first game back. The Rams, solid defense, good offense. Dolphins score points, but you're switching quarterbacks here. I don't know. I'm going to go with the Rams. Not super heavy. I... Because A, they're on the road. B, they're going cross-country. C, it's a 1 o'clock game. I'm going to go Rams 4.5. Rams 4.5. Not quite uh, the 5. More than the field goal. Close. 3.5. So the Rams are favored 3.5 there versus the Dolphins in South Florida. Next up will be the Colts coming off a bye. So the Dolphins off a bye hosting a game. The Colts off a bye on the road. They're going to be traveling to Detroit facing off against the Lions. Lions coming off that game that I referenced earlier versus the Falcons. Mm, Colts, going to give them a slight lean here. Defense good. Offense not great. Lions, look, I don't like the Lions at all. I'm surprised they've been pulling off some of these games. Uh, but they're home here. They'll be the home dog. I'll give Colts two points. Three. It's a field goal. Again, close here. So you can see basically what Vegas has been doing with all these games. The one game I really whiffed on was the Chiefs. They're really heavy hitting the Chiefs here. And I guess the Ravens, I I, I was two and a half points off there. But all of these games this week are very close. You're talking between two and four points, really. Uh, with the exception of some of the big heavy hitters, Uh, that being so far the Chiefs, the Packs. Chief in the pack, and that's it. Um, So the Colts favored by three on the road in Detroit. Next up, we're going to have the Browns coming off the loss of OBGA, but I don't know. Does it really matter? They're going to be hosting the Raiders who just got their tails kicked in. Uh, Raiders are now going to have to hit the road and travel to Cleveland. Browns, look, Baker Mayfield, I've been bashing him all year. All of a sudden, he turns around. He has this monster game to get them that win. Eeked, eeked by a victory versus the Cleveland Browns uh, versus the Cincinnati Bengals, which, come on, let's face it. It's the Bengals. I don't know. I Granted, Burrow has done uh, well this year with really nothing around him. But that Bengals team had really nothing. I mean, even their entire pass rush, that line was all, the defensive line was all banged up. And still the Browns had a struggle in that one. But the Raiders' uh, defense, not great. Offense, uh, I know, it's still David Carr, uh, Derek Carr. I'm never going to get that right. Um, So I'm going to go just the typical hometown Field goal, three-point advantage here. And I'm close, negative three and a half. So, uh, again, these games all pretty close. Vegas not doing anything outside of the norm there. Browns getting the hometown three point, uh, three and a half point favorite. Uh Titans, talking about the Bengals. Bengals will be hosting this game versus the Tennessee Titans. Uh, and the Titans here coming off a brutal loss versus the Steelers. They might have lost in overtime too, but it was a nice comeback because I thought they were pretty much dead in the water uh, early in that game versus Pittsburgh, and then they found a way to come back and almost tie the game, send it into overtime. So they're a better team than the Bengals. The Bengals just, just barely lost to the Browns, like I mentioned. Bengals home here. They score points. Titans are better. I don't think they get two in a row. I'm going to give Titans four and a half points. And it's three and a half points. So one point off there. I'm a little heavier on the Titans than Vegas would be. Uh, so they'll get the road field goal and a half. Next up is our final one o'clock game. And that'll be the Buffalo Bills versus the New England Patriots. In Buffalo, AFC East battle. That probably doesn't matter because the Pats they stink <laughs> I don't know if they stink but they uh they have not performed well and man I'll tell you what Cam Newton that boy is good no he is not he looks like dog duty big pile of it right now so I read some article though that said covid-19 brain fog is uh was that uh was that PFT that I was reading whatever it was I I mean come on I you know I I COVID-19 brain fog might be a thing, but that's not what's slamming up Cam Newton here. You know, Cam Newton did really good in the beginning of the year because they catered this offense around running the ball and they used his legs and athleticism in I you know game plans that were in their infancy. You know, playbooks that were not really rolled out uh, you know first weeks of this season is basically training camp times 10. And so then when everybody starts catching up, and then obviously he's got to sit out for COVID, things catch up to him, and the Pats have really struggled mightily as of late. So here I'm going to give the Bills, I'm actually going to give them five points here. So I'm going to give them the field goal and then some, seeing that I don't know if the Pats offense can score and figure, you know, you make it like a three-point game, and it's probably too little people might jump on the Pats, so I'm thinking five... Make, well, no. that uh, People wouldn't jump on the Pats. Three points, people would jump on the Bills, so you make it five to get the Pats a little accurate. <laughs> and I am two points off in this one. So much like the Ravens game where uh, I gave them too much credit, or I didn't give the Ravens enough credit, here in the Bills, I didn't... I gave them too much credit. So Ravens gave not enough, Bills, giving too much. So I thought the Bills would be a five-point favorite. They're only a field goal favorite right there. So that one, I don't know. You know, they're only going to have them at a field goal. I think the Bills are a better team. I know they've had a couple of bad games here. But the Pats have really not looked good, and they are struggling. So that, that might be a little bit of juice right there. Bills, Pats. So let's go to the 4 o'clock games. Chargers at the Broncos. Chargers coming off their big win versus the Jaguars. Justin Herbert looks good, huh? Broncos, uh, a completely different story. They played in the snow. uh, Did not look good. Got completely thumped by the Chiefs. So Chargers are going to be the favorite uh, they scored a ton of points, and the Broncos have really no offense, as we talked about on the Thursday show when we were talking about the DVOA defenses. Broncos' defense, great. Offense, terrible, which has left them in the state of affairs uh, they're currently facing. So I'm going to go Chargers here, four points. Again, close, three points here. So I gave the Chargers a little extra juice as they think that they're only going to be a three-point... Well, they made them only a three-point favorite in Denver. Next up, the Saints-New Orleans going to face the Bears coming off that Rams loss. Bears home here. Saints, better team. Well, are they the better team? Uh, They definitely have had more success this year in terms of the eye test. Bears, obviously, offense looks very mediocre, if not terrible, and they've already gone through the quarterback change, so it's not like you have that in your pocket that you can go to. So Saints here on the road, uh, Bears aren't going to get respect. Saints are going to be favored. I'm going to give it three points. (laughs) And it's exactly three points. So, Saints are going to go in there. Uh, This one, I bet, you know, looking at it, I bet people start jumping on the Bears on this one because this is going to be one of those money line value. Bears could win. Saints aren't that good. Breeze outside. Uh, I don't know what the weather is. I'd have to check. But if there's any kind of question about the weather, that could play a factor. So, uh, this one, you could see a little bit of Bears action there. 49ers. So they go into New England last year, last week and blow the Patriots out of the water. They are going to get back on a plane, fly all the way back to Seattle and face off against the Seahawks, who lost a heartbreaker on Sunday night. Um, and a, a Seahawks team that can just straight up ball and score some points. Russell Wilson, you know, unbelievable this year. However, on the flip side of that, you got their defense. Ah! Not so good. So the 49ers here versus the Seahawks. The Seahawks are probably going to be favored. Um, I'm going to make it a close game. A little bit more than a field goal because, you know, their their offense scores so much. 49ers, uh, can they keep up? The defense is better, but it's banged up. Seahawks, four points. And, oh, another one where I was just, I did not give enough respect to the Hawks looks like the Seahawks are going to be favored by 6.5 points here. Almost a touchdown. Almost a touchdown. This, much like the Bears, I think you probably could see some 49er action on this game. Because that's I mean, 6.5 points is a lot. I bet people are going to love to tease that one up to 12-ish and take the 49ers. So that might be a good teaser game. And that leaves two games left. The Sunday night 8 o'clock game. A fantastic game between the Dallas Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles. It's an NFC East battle for the ages. God. This season really has turned into just plain old shit, huh? All right, so Cowboys are going into Philly. Philly gets that. Eeks by with that win versus my uh, New York Giants there as they blow that one. Evan Ingram just cashed the ball, brother. Um, Eagles are going to be favored here. Uh, Man, I don't know. So now Dallas is going to be back on their fifth, sixth, tenth quarterback. I don't even know the guy's name, and I uh, I heard it three times, and I don't even remember it because it's really insignificant. James Madison, former quarterback. Um, I don't know. Five and a half points, maybe. Is that is that enough? I don't know. I think I'm going to go uh, five and a half points, although it could be more. Maybe it could be up to six and a half, but that's a lot for this Eagles team. Um, I don't know. I, I'm going to go five and a half, and it, it might not be enough. So, uh, I don't know. Five and a half. That's my foundation. And I was definitely under. I did not give the Eagles enough respect. They are favored by seven and a half points there. Now the Cowboys are now 0 and seven against the spread. Does everybody jump on them this week, thinking that you can't go 0 and oh and eight? And this Cowboy team shouldn't go 0 and eight. I don't know. Oh man. Yeah, you might see people going on the Cowboys on that one. We'll have to see. But anyway, like I said, I was under on that one. Five and a half points. They are going Eagles seven and a half points. And that leaves one game left. Monday night. My New York Giants at MetLife Stadium hosting the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. TB12, Tampa Tom. Tampa Bay. Whatever new nickname you want to give them. Uh, this one... Man, Giants are really a terrible team, but they stay competitive in a lot of these games. And if they had eked out a couple of wins here and there, they could have won the game last week. They could have won that Bear game. Um, man, I don't know. I think that I'm going to give the Bucks a little bit of credit here. And I'm going to give them a little less than a touchdown, which is a lot of points seeing the Giants stay in these games. But the Bucs are rolling right now. They have a really good defense. And, uh, you know, the Giants have just really shit to bed too many times to get any kind of respect. So I'll give them enough respect to give them six points. Oh, and I was wrong. Eight and a half points, folks. Eight and a half points. That is a lot, a lot of points. I am very surprised that they... Gave the Bucks a eight and a half point. That's a touchdown plus. That's a lot. That's almost a touch. That's almost t- two scores. Touchdown and a field goal there. That's a lot. Man, all right. Goes to show you what I know, which is uh, not a lot. No, not a lot at all. But uh, so be it. So there we go. So I mean, of all the ones that we're looking at here, I guess. I whiffed on the Chiefs. The Chiefs were really heavy, but I don't really see how you can really go with the Jets. Uh, I can't go with the Jets. I, you know, I said the same thing last week with the Bills. I'm going to bet against the Jets until the Jets show me something. And even that, even though they covered last week, it just didn't uh, didn't really show me anything. So the Chiefs are really heavy at 21 points. Uh, the Packers opened. Uh, no, the Packers opened up heavy too at seven and a half points or six and a half points. The Ravens at five and a half points. I thought that was a little higher than I expected. On the flip side, the Bills opened up at only three point favorite, and I thought that was going to be a little bit heavier. So, anything else of value there? The only other things I could think that Seahawks, I thought that was going to be three and a half versus the 49ers, and they're giving them six and a half out of the gate. So, maybe a 49er tease up. And then you got the Giants, Giants, Bucks. I thought the Bucks would be like a six point favorite, they're eight and a half. So maybe the G-Men have some value there. Anyway, so those are the opening up lines. And I know this show probably stunk on ice, but hey, it's a first crack. Work on it and figure out how to make it better. All right, talk to you guys in a couple of days for The Real Show.